at the end of the day, you know, there's only so many ways say to like make a sandwich or to work with a company you consult with, but what you can do that no one else can do is how you approach that consulting process or even that sales process. And the unique things you can say that attract the right people to you and then repel the wrong ones. Are you a consulting business owner seeking a better way to scale to your next million in revenue? Accelerate Sales Podcast features other experts who have cracked the code to predictable revenues with proven sales systems that quickly increase revenue and get you on the fast track back to doing what you do best. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast. If it's your first time and you love what you either hear or watch, please subscribe. And if you're a regular, we always appreciate those reviews, in particular, the iTunes reviews, but it's so great to have you as a regular listener. So all the notes, all the links, everything will be transcribed. But if you want to take notes, certainly do that. And what you'll notice is I'll look down a lot during the interview. It's because I want to capture so much value for you out of what the the guests are saying so that you get the best knowledge put into the show notes as possible. So you're going to learn three key things from our guests today. So one is the importance of messaging. Have you ever felt like you do a great job but it just doesn't communicate well to the rest of the world? This is one for you. The second is a framework on exactly how to do that. He talks about the five P's to do that. And then the third one is the importance of video, where to use it in the sales process and how it can help you accelerate your sales. So today's guest started in corporate and they were in both video and media production. Then they worked for one of the biggest online teaching platforms in the world, Teachable. So they did some advising for them and then they decided to leave and help entrepreneurs better communicate their message to the world and they've built a a wonderful business and definitely he shares a lot of value to you today. So what I'll do is hand you over now to Dallin Need from Content Supply. Welcome Dallin Need from Content Supply to the Accelerate Sales Podcast. Great to have you here, Dallin. Yeah, good to be here. Happy to be with you, Paul, and to get connected and and talk to your audience. Yeah, well, uh, I've really enjoyed us meeting each other off air, and I want you to share all your wisdom now on air. So, why don't we kick off with, um, you know, who do you, what are sort of the clients you love to to work with? Who's an ideal client for you? Yeah, oftentimes we find entrepreneur entrepreneurs and online business owners to be our best fit clients, and typically those who struggle with standing out. Uh, oftentimes, when you can stand out and profit from that then you are really our best fit client. Those who are seeking for a way to be go, go from invisible, unseen and unheard to really top of mind with their perfect fit customer. So sure, like surely consultants and uh, business owners, you know, are seen everywhere. You know, they, they surely they don't have that, that problem. Like I know for myself, right. It's uh, it's been a never ending journey. I, I remember, you know, I had my transplant in 2019 and um, my doctors finally said, look, you can now and actually, or you can now and go, go and be seen, right. Because you're not going to let anyone down. You're going to be safe, healthy for quite some time. And I'm like, Oh my God, what do I do? Right. Like how do I be seen? So when, you know, not everyone's got the experience or the personal experience I've had. 
But when people do come to you and say, hey, look, I really have got an important message to get out here, but it's stuck in a bottle, right? I want to spread it with the world. What, what are some of the key things that you help them with? Yeah, that's a great question. The first thing we focus on is just getting clear on what they want out of this. Like, What is their clear vision of what their business is meant to do for themselves, their family, and then their customers through the process? And when they can describe that in detail and paint that picture, then we can build backwards from there. And I think uh, like ultimately most products or services are kind of built from that end in mind, but then you kind of customize that journey of what it looks like, say from our perspective is like, what kind of message can you tell with content that will help you get to that end result? Uh, and then maybe you set a new goalpost, you know, to go towards. And in doing that and getting clear on that vision, part of that journey comes down to getting clear on what you need to say in order to attract the right people. And that is called messaging. Uh, and then when you're confident on knowing how to talk about what you do and why in a powerful way that attracts people, then that can fit inside of a simple marketing plan, a way to attract new customers to your business, to capture new leads and to make more sales. And, and then with that, you can accelerate that marketing and getting your message out there with your choice of content. And the content is the only way you can actually be visible like we're doing here, Paul, you know, we got a video recording, we've got an audio version of this and other repurposed opportunities that really allow this message to be seen and heard by more people. Uh, and so it's choosing to show up and get visible so you can get more paid and impact other people's lives as well as yours. Yeah. Yeah. And I look, you know, a lot of people that I help, They've done a great job, you know, they've normally come from a corporate background, they've, you know, set up their consulting business or they're a SaaS partner and, and, you know, they've used their network, their existing network to sort of get, you know, the business off the ground, which completely makes sense, right? I always recommend that. But, yeah, then they say, look, you know, I, I, know, I'm, I know what I do, I'm really good at what I do, but when I read, you know, my LinkedIn profile, when I you know, look at my website, it, it, it just doesn't communicate what I do. You know, I, I really struggle with what I do and then how do I actually make it um, more attractive to people. So so how do you help them? And I don't know if you've got a structural way of actually helping them bridge that gap between I'm really good at what I do, but it just it's not coming through in any of my content wherever that is. Yeah, part of it comes down to messaging where you figure out what is my unique approach. Um, oftentimes we call it a framework because at the end of the day, you know, there's only so many ways say to like make a sandwich or to work with a company you consult with. But what, that, what you can do that no one else can do is how you approach that consulting process or even that sales process. And the unique things you can say that attract the right people to you and then repel the wrong ones. And so when you can get clear on what that uniqueness looks like, oftentimes it comes down to the perspective and the frameworks you're able to share. Um, for example, like with us, like part of our framework within content supply is the content supply framework itself. No one else can say like, hey, like we help you get X, Y, Z results by implementing the content supply framework. They can't say that because that's our brand. That's our framework name. And within that, then we can customize that experience based on the client. So as far as, you know, going from corporate, which I can completely relate with, I was in a massive global corporation before I went out on my own and built content supply. 
uh, getting a clear understanding on how you want to stand out and what do you want to be known for and what that unique approach is. And then it's just simple, as simple as, you know, I'm putting it simple in quotes, right? Simple as translating that uniqueness and that message to how you show up online, which is, you know, as a consultant, one of the, if not the best place you actually need to show up. Um, and in doing so that message, that uniqueness can go on your website. It can go inside of a lead magnet where you can capture new leads. It can be throughout your entire sales and marketing process, uh, in order to get more clients to stand out and to, to really 10 X your revenue through the process. Yeah. So, so I, if I understand this, I'll put it into, um, relation to myself so you know whether it's called a genius model signature system you know mine is uh the accelerate sales program it's got three key things it's got connect convert and collaborate and then under that there's you know components so if you think of you know uh for those that are watching this on a video i'm making uh, circles there that's like a venn diagram it's got those three things in the middle is is scale so that's what i consider my key point of difference in my messaging is is that an example of what the outcome would be going through your framework is is that what we're talking about or we're talking about something different a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent you hit the nail on the head paul because uh and, and like like you just broke down um we recommend that you simplify it down to three um maybe five steps you know it's interesting just kind of a quick tangent story. Um, one of the books that I love that I read in the last year or so is from Bob Iger. The, uh, he's now the chairman of the board for the Disney company, uh, Walt Disney company, but he was the CEO for about 15 years, made a lot of incredible moves from all these acquisitions to build up you know, the equity uh, and the wealth of, of Walt Disney company, which we all know about. But something that it's interesting about his story, it's kind of like a biography, um, like right of a lifetime is the book. He talks about his campaign journey to really sell himself to become the next CEO back in, I think, 2005. And he started consulting with actually a political friend of his, a political consultant. And Bob comes to this friend and he's like, okay, I've got like these 20 ideas um, of like all this entire plan of what I want to do to improve the company, contribute my own unique like legacy into the Walt Disney Company. And the political consultant basically said, this is great. And he, I don't know if he literally rips his paper up, but he's like, this is too complicated. Like only pick three. And so that's what Bob walked away with. He's like, okay, I'm going to simplify this down to three steps, three parts of my plan. And then this becomes his key message that he repeats everywhere he goes, whether he's meeting with the board of directors who will eventually hire him or he's meeting with employees in different global offices around the world. And I would consider, you know, as a consultant, um, your framework, your signature process, like Paul said, as something that should be simplified down and an easy way to talk about and expect to repeat yourself hundreds of times over because people will hear your message and your unique process uh, through different formats, different types of content. Yeah, look, and I think it's, you know, for me, I, I changed mine last year and it was just a defining moment in my, my business. I, I sort of always had, from a corporate background, I had a version of it, but it wasn't crystal clear. And I think for me, it's three key things. So one is that now I've actually got it so I can cre create content because a lot of people say, well, 
you know, I don't have a content strategy and, you know, obviously they come to someone like you to, to solve that. But to me now I actually know what I can um, produce content on because it gives me a framework for that. Then next is in the sales process where I can actually go through and now say, well, look, these are all the components that make up success for effectively growing sales within your consulting or, or SaaS partners business. Have you got these elements? So it gives me a brilliant benchmarking exercise where they're saying, well, you know what, I don't have any of this. And I'm like, well, you can either get it yourself or I can fast track working with someone like me. Or the, and the third thing is the delivery model, right? Then when you actually deliver it, 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 it's clear what people are going to get. It's a, you know, it's like you will get these tangible outcomes rather than, hey, I'll customise everything for you. And people are like, well, you know, I actually want to know if I'm going to invest that sort of money, I want to know what I get. So that's how it's worked for me. What I'd love to know is how you help people create that framework, right? You talked about you've got your framework, but just, to, you know, a lot of people say, I don't know where to start. I don't know what's unique. I don't, you know, I've got all this IP. I can't um, simplify it to the Disney example. Tell me how yeah. you would help someone go through that process. Yeah. Oh, I love this question. Well, to me, it comes back to the brand story. What is this journey that you're going to take your hero of a customer on to get from point A, the start of their journey to point Z, the end of their journey? And that end should result in a success, right? Whether it's 10x in their revenue, whether it is maybe quitting their full-time job, you know, depending on what kind of consultancy you run. And in doing so, uh, and how I break down a brand story is into five different P's. So the first P is people. So how do you describe your best fit customer? Um, what keeps them up at night? What do they dream about? Um, what is their vision? And then the next one is problem. So what stops them from getting what they want? What stops them from achieving their vision? And the next one is perspective. So what do they need to believe in themselves, their environment, maybe the tools and resources they have? in order to be successful and to get what they want. And then in creating that belief, the next P is the plan. So what plan do they need to follow? And, and oftentimes this plan becomes those three steps um, and that three steps of your unique framework and in that journey. And then the last P is payoff. So what is that end result? What is that uh, objective or what does success look like, you know, in the end? And, you know, this it's kind of like the makings of the hero's journey, which is very popular, right? To break down story. But what it also does is it gives you all these talking points to know how to talk about what your customers uh, need to hear. Because ultimately what you say in any type of content should be about who you serve and who's going to eventually pay you for your consulting services or products. And so um, I would say from those five Ps is focusing on the P of plan. Um, and in doing so, you can understand, okay, within this plan, yeah, maybe there's 50 steps ultimately that I need to guide a customer through to be successful. But in within those 50, like how can you categorize those? Because I, you know, I guarantee Paul, what you just described with, with your simple laid out plan, um, it sounds simple on the surface, but when you actually get customers through it, they're not really gonna know it, but it's actually can be fairly complicated uh, behind the scenes and, and when you dig into it deeper. And the same thing goes with like with our three-step process of messaging, marketing, and medium is that the messaging process within that, right? We have that five P's brand story framework, uh, which gives you clarity to know how, how to talk about what you do. Or within our marketing, 
step, we have um, our, the three phases of marketing, generating traffic, capture more leads and make more sales. The, you know, the three phases of that journey. So uh, within each area, you may have many more steps, but just think about simplifying. The more simple you can keep your message, your unique process into three steps, you know, maybe upwards to five, then uh, the more easily your perfect customers will understand what you do and how you can help them. And that will really come down to um, how you can you then take the next steps, right? And to package that up and sell it as a product, sell it as a service. Yeah, and I think the, the one that catches a lot of people out, I think, is making them too feature-based. So what do I say to people that should be benefits? So if you look at my three, now I've got my three Cs, and then, for example, under Connect, one of them is fill the funnel, right? So, you know, it's, it's what, what's the absolute end benefit Right, that's that's what you know. I I put in my my um, diagram, so to speak. But then under that, like you said, there's certain elements. Which one of them is identify your ideal client? So I think you know that's where I see a lot of people tripping up is they become too feature based rather than benefit based. Uh, you know, do you see that in some of the clients that you work with? Oh, all the time, all the time. It's it's so easy. It, it usually comes down to packaging what you're your product or what your entire offer looks like, you know, your consulting offer. And with that, you're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, let's break down. You're going to get three hours a week with me to do this. You're going to get all of these things. And it's like, you're trying to sell them on like, ooh, all these little cool perks. Um, when at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you think of taking a sales call. And this is one of my favorite things about taking sales calls. Um, I still do um, in a lot of ways in my business. Um, part of it is because I haven't delegated that yet, you know, and that's on me. But part of it is I love learning from customers directly and um, and it's manageable still. But but what I'm getting at is within the sales process, I just love to listen and I love to ask, like, what do you want? And then when the, the more that someone can talk about what they want, that is the benefit, right? Like, hey, like I, I'm working too much in my business. Like I want time away to actually take a vacation um, or I'm... I'm doing this too much, or you know, I want more time with my kids. I want to go do my hobbies more. Like Paul, you and I were talking about hobbies a little bit before we hit record. And and people want non-business things sometimes. Yeah, money is a huge part. Like, yeah, I want to 10x my sales, you know, like that's a benefit, business benefit, but it can dig even deeper. And and what's cool, especially as a consultant, is that you can enable parts of those dreams or those benefits to be realized. And then the journey, and then, you know, the features may come in that sales call or they may come later on based on questions they ask, but they become sold the more that they can describe what they want. And the more that you can also kind of insert your understanding of what problems are keeping them from getting what they want, which still honestly kind of relates to that benefit, then um, they see that you have most likely the solution to their problem. Yeah, look, I, I totally agree. And I think, you know, that the one of the reasons I love working with people that run their own business is because, you know, there is a direct correlation. I think, you know, in corporate, that separation is a little, you know, it's uh, when you look at business wins and and, and personal wins, it, it's it's a little bit harder to define those. But when you're working with people that, you know, it is, they are their business in a lot of ways, I think yeah. um, it's important and really getting to that. And, you know, certainly... For, I say to 
all of my clients that I mentor is that, you know, the first meeting you should never even talk about your product. You know, that comes in the second meeting. All you should really talk about is, you know, what's important to them as you articulated. So I know we have, you know, we haven't got much more time in this section left, but what I'd love to dial a little bit more into is video because obviously one of the best ways to communicate that story is through video. And I know you've got also, you know, a video company as well. But when, if I'm a consultant and I'm looking to tell my story, what are some, you know, tips that you can give me to help me have, you know, a story that really connects with um, with those ideal clients? This has to do with all types of content, but specifically video because that involves everything, right? The sight, the sound, that experience is having one conversation a day um, using video. And that conversation can literally come with the video tools you have at your fingertips, which most often is a webcam. Um, Paul and I are both using upgraded webcams, so to speak, you know, more professional cameras, but it can literally start with your webcam or your phone and connecting with your customers and having a conversation not only gives you research and understanding more about what their problems are, where they're at in their lives or their business, but also gives you access to possibly invite them to take the next step with you. Um, but I find uh, in some of the most compliments I've, I've gotten um, through my sales process and, and those efforts is with the power of following up with video. And there's some great tools out there like Video Ask or Warm, warm Welcome that literally allows you to embed a GIF, you know, that animated image inside of an email um, or put a like intercom icon on your website where it's a video you know, motion, they click on it. And then you say like a quick little one minute message, but understanding that the customer journey can be better supported when you insert video into every single step of that journey. Uh, and that step starts with like an ad on LinkedIn or Facebook that, and I say ad, I don't always mean like a paid ad. Uh, it can literally be like a post that will come out, you know, from you, Paul, with this, with this podcast, that's video, but then they, they click through and they're like, Oh, I'm going to go to your website and I'm going to go learn more or read more about this episode or the show. And then there's the embedded version, maybe from YouTube. And that's another video version. And then they like get linked up. So it's, it's pulling them to your platform or your website and getting them to stay there because you're guiding them on a story, on a journey um, throughout each step, all the way to becoming a new lead to eventually buying a product or service. Yeah, look, I agree. And I think, you know, a couple of key ones that have really worked for me is on that featured section of your LinkedIn, have your story there. Right, so if you go to my LinkedIn profile, you can see I've got a two. Well, actually, I think it's about three-minute story, but it's you know it is really helping people connect. Then the second component is when I connect with people on LinkedIn, I then send them that story. So if they haven't had a chance to see it on my LinkedIn profile, when I reach out to them and say, look, you know, I'm reaching out to you. We haven't spoken, but if you want to know more about me before you say yes, here's my story. Right. And, you know, we talked before, your story's got to be unique, et cetera. But I think that's another great point. And then the third one is, you know, having you on video in your sales page. So if you're going to send someone, say, to an application page, actually explain it. Because so often I've heard people say, you know, I read through the page, but can you explain it to me? Right. But once I put that video at the top of the page where they can get to actually hear me say to my own words, it makes a, a huge difference. So they're the three things. Now, I, I do want to go back to that 
specific question around story though. Like if, if I'm going to, you know, tell my story, a lot of people say, well, how personal do I make it? What do I put in it? Like if, if you just gave us a couple of ingredients in that story cake, what would those ingredients be? Don't make it about you. Okay. Uh, especially from hooking your customer. Um, far too often, your brand story, whether it's like the hero video on your website or it's on your about section, is all about like the history of your company or of your journey. That's nice to have. And, and it's not like you shouldn't have that on your website uh, or throughout the sales funnel. But ultimately, people want to see themselves in that story. So if your story, if you can guarantee that your story is an exact like framework that your customers follow, which as consultants, it can often look like that, then definitely you're like reference parts of your journey and your story to show authority and understanding and empathy. Um, so within that, um, and I would say focus on some key areas and Paul, you already referenced it with like the benefits feature element yeah. is that focus on the problem that you're, that's keeping your, um, your customer stuck, you know, within, if it's a brand story video you've got, um, or even sales copy on your page, focus on the problem, focus on the payoff or the benefits, and then focus on the plan, uh, to get them to be successful and to get them there. And in doing that, that can just be a simple way to package up and insert it all throughout your messaging, uh, especially videos. Great. Excellent. Well, look, before we go into the next section, what I want to ask you is, you know, do you have the right system, the right sales system to get more referrals into your business? And, you know, your network might be, you know, all dried up, as I mentioned before, so you want to go beyond that. But how do you do that? So we've been talking with Dallin about, you know, having that, whether it's, I call it the genius model, the signature system. So what you can go in is, answer nine questions, which are the key questions that I believe or the key things that you need to have that system. You can go in and answer those questions. And at the end of that, it'll take you about three minutes. At the end of that, then based on your score, which is obviously the gap, then I'll have a call with you to work out a plan for you. So it's not a sales call. It's a plan where you can close those gaps to get those more referrals. So just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash pulse and you will be able to get instant access to that pulse. And it will also be in the links and also all the other great uh, information that Dallin's used or mentioned so far. We'll also put that in the show notes as well. So, Dallin, what we're going to do now is go through a bit of a deep dive on you and your sales skills. You ready for that? <laughs> let's let's go for it. Yeah. All right, great. So the first one is what's one sales habit that helps you accelerate your sales? Video. Showing up with video and having daily conversations with my customers. And uh, obviously, you mentioned a couple of technology tools, but what's another technology that helps you to accelerate your sales? My phone. <laughs> your phone? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, just simplify it down. I mean, there's so many apps out there, but my phone allows me to do video uninhibited, doesn't have to be all polished like this, still look good. And within a few seconds, immediately send messages that empower my cells through video. Yeah. Um, so you can go to social platforms anywhere. And which side of the, the divide are you? Apple or Android? Oh, Apple. I've used both, um, but I'm more of an Apple person now. All my tools are interconnected with Apple. Yeah. To me, Apple and Google, you can't go wrong. I eat. 
software yeah. and, uh, and hardware. So uh, the next one is um, what's the best source for you of getting help to accelerate your sales for your business? To me, it is network. Um, it's the people that I know. It's the time I spend with others like you on this call, right? Um, it's not here to generate sales. It's more of like, let's establish a relationship first and whatever comes of it, you know, comes of it, you know, collaborations and stuff. But I think investing time with people um, has become not only the best source of sales and, and easy sales at that because of referrals and things like that, um, but it gives me better insight into what's going on in the industry and what other people are up to. All right, brilliant. Well, um, the last question is the big one at the end, right? So out of all the amazing wisdom you shared with us today, what's one key action someone, i.e. you listening right now, can take to 10x their sales? Choose to be different and to stand out and to create your unique sales process or your unique process, that is. We talked about your signature process through this. And that does ultimately help you stand out. It's all within the same exact basis of, you know, what makes you unique, what makes you different. And in doing so, I guarantee that you will 10x your revenue and sales um, because more people will know more clearly what exactly you do and how you can help them. Yeah, look, I think that's uh, so true. And as they always say, confused buyer never buys. And I used to have confused buyers until I got my messaging Right. So, uh, you know, for me and I know all the people that I mentor, what you're saying is absolutely on point. And if you want to find out more about Dallin and exactly how he can help you, so if you think that your messaging isn't, so what you do 